Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Friday morning. So, we talked about the over-under for the Kansas City Chiefs Baltimore Ravens Sunday night football game, and is it still 55? Okay. And then yesterday you said three and a half points Chiefs, right? Is I, usually that's the way it goes if it's a real close matchup and the home it's you know the Chiefs are at home it'd be three and a half probably be seven if the Chiefs are at home but since they're in Baltimore three and a half you think that makes sense? No, it does not at all. I thought the spread would be a whole lot larger than that. This Baltimore team is compromised. They have fourteen get that now fourteen players on injured reserve, including their virtual all of their running backs. I was walking through Coyotes last night for Thursday night football, getting people to enter to win our the prizes we were giving away. And I come to a table, a couple's there, and the the guy goes, oh, she would. She's a big Chiefs fan. She'll love to register for that stuff. He goes, but I'm not. And I was like, so what fan do you like? And he goes, Baltimore. And I was like, so long. you want a hug? Do you want me to give you a hug right now? I mean, because you look at what's happened with that team, that 14 players, man. Golly. That's just it. When you take a look at the history of the National Football League over the last probably 20 or 25 years, it seems, I don't think this is literally the case, but it seems like there's one team every year in which the football gods have looked down and said, you're going to suffer. And this year is the Baltimore Ravens. They have 14 players out, all the whole stable of running backs. They may have to play Le'Veon Bell, although I'd be a little bit surprised. It's going to be Devonta Freeman all day. Over, over, over and all above this, it's going to rely on Lamar Jackson and what he can do. This team does not have anything at all. I think the Chiefs run them out of the ball. Yeah, I think the D is going to have a hell of a game on Sunday night. I, I think that's what's going to come. Um, but, yeah, I, I just you feel for that fan base because, God, that sucks. It seems like the Madden curse has switched around. <laughs> it used to be just the quarterback gets the gets the injury. Now Lamar's flipped that to where he doesn't get it. His team does. You know, we talked about that, uh, in my personal opinion, garbage game on Monday night, at least in the first half between the uh, Raiders and the Ravens. And 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 then last night you had the Giants and the Washington football team, and I'm watching it going, you could say the same thing about this game too. The only difference uh, is that it's early in the season. Now, if (laughs) it's late in the season, both those teams are going to, I think anyway, going to be way, way down in the standings. And uh, probably deserved to be because it really wasn't a, fo- a good football game. Taylor Heineke, you're looking at who on earth he is Taylor Heineke? He actually didn't have a bad but first the, half. I don't know, but, but, but keep in mind now, this is his fourth year in the NFL. Yeah. Nobody's ever heard of him. That tells you a little bit about his uh, quarterbacking. But he did come through, and the Washington football team gets the win 30-29. I get this. The game ends on a field goal, 48-yard field goal, and it is no good. No good. But wait! Penalty. Offside. How can you be offside on a, a field goal attempt? Well, somebody obviously jumped Ask again. Ask D. Ford at that question. Well, that's right. Same thing. <laughs> he, but he lined up offside. I know he did. So here comes a second field goal attempt. Five yards closer. Zooms right through. Ball game. 30-29. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> you couldn't write that stuff. Hey, at least there was a winner, though. Um, you know, it, it just it cracks me up. The, the power struggle in sports when it comes to officials and players and crew and there is something that involves that with an ump ejecting a ground screw that's just so bizarre this yeah, thing is it's, so stupid. it's very very misleading though very misleading and it's a product of our media I know I've been on the soapbox my profession is 
totally and completely out of line with what they print and what they broadcast. That's not what happened. Here's the, here's the deal. The Orioles are playing the Yankees two nights ago, and it begins to lightly rain in Baltimore. So the grounds crew at Oriole Park at Camden Yard hustles down and stands behind the tarpaulin, ready to push it out if they need to. If the game ends, fine, push it out. If, it, if the umpire calls a halt, That's they're protocol. ready to push That's it. A, well, in a sense it is, but the umpire decided these guys were in the way. They were standing back of the tarp with their derriers on the edge of the uh, the barrier down there, the concrete barrier. Nope, nope, you guys are in the way. So what he did was he stopped the game and pointed and told them, go on down to the, uh, the far end and get ready, which they did. He did not throw them out of the game. But the media, oh no, this is a great storyline. We'll put it in there. Throw, ejected from the game. It's rubbish. And the umpire said so afterwards. <laughs> The big question is, did it end up raining, and did they have to go pull that tarp out? It did not rain hard enough for them to stop, and the Yankees wanted on a home run in the team. Uh, well, Joe's going to be in a good mood uh, this weekend on Ned Talk. So, the <laughs> St. Louis Cardinals didn't play last night, but the other wild card contenders did, and these guys are the ones that are nipping at the heels of the Cardinals. They still have a very, very small lead. It is minuscule. Like, I mean, but that's there, though. Like, we're talking a fingernail's worth, right? Well, when the Cardinals and the Padres take the field tonight up in Bush Stadium, then wouldn't you know, that's the way the schedule works out, folks. It, nobody knew this was going to happen, but what a, what a great matchup. This is a matchup that's going to decide a lot of things. Maybe not everything, but it's going to decide a lot. Uh, when the Cardinals and Padres take the field, the Cardinals will have a half a game lead. That is it, a half a game. The half game difference means that the Cardinals have played one less game than the Padres. Padres have played one more, so it's a half-game difference. That'll be certainly made up tonight and this weekend. Now, the other contenders involved, of course, are the Cincinnati Reds. Wouldn't you know it? They won. Philadelphia Phillies <laughs> looked at the scores last night. Phillies go, fall behind the Cubs 7 to nothing. Win the game 17-8. to Golly, man, I feel bad for that crew having Chicago to sit around for that game. There's no pitchers remaining at all. They've traded away their entire team, and they play the Cardinals next weekend in Chicago and the following weekend in St. Louis. <laughs> this, is, this is really great the way this is working out. I really think the Cardinals are going to hold on and squeeze through with that second wild card. Now, what does that mean? That means they go into a one-game playoff at the end of the season with the other team, either the Giants or the Dodgers, and probably the Dodgers, at the Dodgers or Giants home ballpark. And it's one game. And that one game winner then goes on to the rest of the playoffs. That's the way wild card works. It's just it's something else that uh, this means, and that is don't hang up your Cardinals jersey just yet. Keep that thing out, man. Go Cards. Uh, you know, I know you said yesterday that you really hope, and it's not going to happen, that Salvador Perez could actually be the MVP, at least in the American League. And I would agree. And yesterday, he uh, got himself a little bit of a record, didn't he? He absolutely tied it. He tied a record which had been held for many, many years by Johnny Bench of the Cincinnati Reds, and that's the most home runs hit by a catcher in regular season play. Bench had held it. It's 45. Salvador Perez comes to bat in the first inning of yesterday afternoon's game at Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City, and he belts a two-run homer. That is number 45 for Salvador Perez, and he has two weeks to break that record. 45 home runs, the two runs, Royals lead 2-0, and that was it for them scoring. The Oakland A's came back and blew Kansas City out of the ballpark 7-2. But Salvador Perez, who I think 
When you boil down what an MVP is, it's the most valuable player for that team. Who did this for the team? Well, so Sojani uh, of the uh, Los Angeles Angels has been big for his mm-hmm. team. More than big. He's been huge. He deserves an MVP. But in my opinion, Salvador Perez has carried the Kansas City Royals and should be the MVP. So many times this season have we been talking about the Kansas City Royals and it's you're talking about a game and then all of a sudden Perez comes up and changes things. He does. And that's the way it's happened multiple times. That's a, that's a record we put on many, many times. All right, so Kansas City Chiefs. Baltimore Ravens, the most important thing you're going to do this weekend is listen to Ned Talk starting at 5 o'clock before the game, right? That's when it all all begins at 5 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Uh, We'll be here, the local crew, we do our pre-game show. The, the pre-game. It's a a pretty good show because it's nothing more than us guys, me and my two buddies uh, sitting around, Josh and John, and of course, Joe Weston, Mm -hmm. who MCs the show. And we sit around and we talk and we discuss. It's kind of like a couple of guys sitting around in a room or at, <clears throat> at another location, if you get my drift. Training grounds. <laughs> the training grounds, yes. And uh, having the discussion about sports. And that's what it is. That's the hour lead-in to Art Haynes and Mitch Holdus doing the pregame show up in Kansas City. And that will start at 6 o'clock. Game time is at 7.20. Go Chiefs. Ned, have a great weekend. Thank you, sir.